Looking to make your holiday gifts more extraordinary? There's one place you need to go. Paper Source. Paper Source's gift wrap collection includes hand-illustrated designs, stone paper, sustainable handmade fine papers, and even pine-scented wrap. Don't want to do any wrapping? Paper Source has easy solutions with their pre-wrap gift boxes and bags. Or you can leave it to the professionals with their in-store wrapping service. Give yourself time back and wrap up your holidays with something extraordinary. Visit papersource.com or stop by a Paper Source near you today. Greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome in today for episode 63 of the Pod Ones podcast. I'm your host, Char Char J, joined by my co-host, Luke. How's it going, everybody? And Harith Productions. I'm dead. He is, in <laughs> fact, not dead. Ghost. But he is He's here, and ghost. we're about to talk about season one, episode five of Star Wars Rebels, Wait, a.k.a. Wait, he disappeared. Rise. He is not here. Oh, now he's dead, I guess. <laughs> now um, he's back. Today, we're going to be talking about I'm season still one. alive. Season 1, Episode 5 of Star Wars Rebels, a.k.a. Rise of the Old Masters. We're going to be looking into Ezra's training as a Jedi, or how it's going to start, and what it could have potentially been if it not were from the events of this episode. But we have to we have to say, we are calling this week the week of Pat. It's the Pat sweep. It's the Pat sweep. Um, because Char, introduce our... Guest. Well, well, wait. Well, first of all, Luke, wait, we gotta, wait, wait, we gotta wait, start wait, the episode. Wait, wait. Intro, you bozo. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, how about so... that? Uno reverse card on that one. Wait, ooh, Uno reverse. It looks like I'm paying the bill now. The Jedi Knights are all but destroyed, and yet your task is not complete, Inquisitor. The Emperor has foreseen a new threat rising against him. The Pod Wands Podcast. Is right, the now. intro okay? Let's bring in our guest as Luke decided to jump the gun on that one. All right. So our guest has been on quite a lot of our show this week. He's been on all three of our reactions so far for Andor. He's coming on today to talk about Rebels, and he will be on for Sunday for our House of the Dragon watch along. And he has been on many Clone Wars shows. Let's bring in St. Pat of, or the St. Pat Separatist, Separatist Rebel. That's right. Okay. I confuse Separatist Boy and Separatist Rebel all the time, but let's bring him in. He's a Separatist simp. He's also a Targaryen simp. Bubba Freak! Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Pat, how are you? I'm doing good. I just spent the day subbing, so I'm happy to be here decompressing with you guys. There you go. There you go. Um, Pat, where can the good people follow you on the social medias? I'm on mostly on TikTok at St. Pat underscore Separatist Rebel, and then I'm on Twitter at St. Pat underscore of the stars. There you go. There you go. You ready to talk some Rebels? Oh, I love Rebels so much. It's my favorite Star Wars show. Let's get started. There you go. There you go. So uh, we have a segment every week, uh, and we like to start off the show with explain in a, in two sentences or less. Describe the, the, the arc of the episode. Alrighty, well, millennial f- uh, feeling uh, imposter syndrome teaches tries to teach hyperactive uh, Gen Zer, and then it all ends in sadness. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Pat. Uh, Harith? I'm trying to figure out how to follow Pat because Pat had a really good one, and yeah, I was Pat I was very close and on beat with on beat with that one. Young space boy tries to learn to find a new teacher after the old teacher tries to reject them. 
Okay, Char. I will say kid learns how to fight and everyone gets bamboozled. Kid has depressing state of imposter syndrome. And teacher finally gives in. And that's it. Okay. Yeah. We got to put Atlantis's comment yeah, on the it, screen. Yeah. yeah. That, is, that is canon, and I will not deny that. That is oh, a canon our, comment. Pat has definitely set the bar way too yeah. high. Pat upped the Annie when he was giving um, his. Uh, can I add? Can, can I amend my thing? Adding yes. Gen X makes insensitive joke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Because Zeb jokes about the, re- the, uh, the religion dying and dying yes. out, not yes. like it's like it just faded away. Not that it just got wiped out. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, real quick, do we want to give our thoughts a little bit on Andor? We talked about our thoughts on Andor. Go watch our reaction because YouTube's suppressing all our Andor reactions. Yeah, so yeah. You can watch not... Pat's reaction and yes. our thoughts. Yeah, yeah. And if you guys, if you guys haven't seen our reaction to the three episodes of Andor, go check it out. It's if you, on our you, channel. If you want to see me and Luke debate Separatists and Republic, go watch it. Which, which, by the way, I, I have to, I, I have to, I have to, I, I saw a new Rockstars breakdown of the episodes of the third one, and she says Republic spies or Republic officer. But it doesn't make sense in the in the in the timeline because it, he had the separatists. But I think that they were republic spies, in, undercover as separatists, like like people. And Marva was the one that shot down the ship. What See, do you think, Pat? I, I have two. I have two prevailing theories. One that the whole separatist cell might be a part of his cover story. Um, with, along with Fest, and he was never actually a separatist. And, or, uh, two, two. Um, we the time we, we're getting the timeline a little wrong in the in the flashbacks because the mining has already happened and the event has already done. So this is like post Order sixty six, and the separatists or people are being hunted, and the probably Republic officers that moved over or tried to escape. Quote. But that wouldn't make sense, Pat. Because then I know that would, that's, that's why that's why I'm going with the first one that he made. Yeah, yeah. That's that. Yeah, the first one makes more sense. The second one, not so much, because I'm like they would technically the sec- be calling the them. Second, the second one's me, me trying to make Andor still be a separatist. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. I just don't think that's the fact anymore. But anyway, public boy, he just doesn't know it. Yeah, he is. He's a yeah, yeah. Yeah, Pat is I mean, now a Republic boy now. So everybody... I mean, thankfully, thankfully he's he's non affiliated. He's neutral. Uh, that we know of. As of <laughs> Marva, Marva's gonna drag him into it. Yeah, Marva's gonna drag him into it. But uh, let's go through the chat real quick. Kenny, what's going on? Pat, thanks for saying <laughs> yo to yourself. That's great. <laughs> not not egotistical at all. You know, hey. Um, Ven, hey, what's going on? I've been. Um, Wait, can he put his two up sentence, even though he's not on the episode, but he still gave it? Thank you for the support. The true meaning of do or do not. That's true. That's true. Um, But yeah, we are here to talk about Rebels. Rebels, <laughs> season one, episode five, Rise of Old Masters. But uh, let's let's get into the story of this episode.
All right. So basically, the long and the short of this episode is is basically Ezra um, trying to start his Jedi training, and Kanan is failing at training him uh, because he's not confident in himself, and they they kind of get into a tussle. Ezra falls off the ghost because Zeb and and Chopper are being assholes, basically TLDR. Um, and they come back into the ship. They Ezra gets saved by Kanan. Um, and Cal Drovis is that is Cal Drovis is is that the name? The uh, Gal Travis. Gal Travis. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. He comes on the the hollow uh, as a senator that is trying to be different in the the Imperial Senate, but we already know like he's not because we've seen all this show. But I just love. It. Well, rewatching this in hindsight, how obvious. Yes. Like, yes. Yes. Yeah. Um. But uh, supposedly, Luminar and Julie survived the Clone Wars and has been captured, and he, she's being held on. Craft? Doesn't sound right. It begins with an S, doesn't it? Uh, something like that. Oh, we lost Harris. Oh no. Wait. He's he back. he he returned back to the fourth. No, he's back. Harris, oh. what's going on with that? Don't know my internet crashed for like 0.5 seconds. Interesting. But I was say, did you what, did you hear what I said? No, I didn't. I said in hindsight, it's very obvious if you're rewatching the show that. He, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because at first, you're, when you're watching it, you're like, okay, this makes sense. It's like any plot twist. You're like, okay, it makes sense. And then now, when you rewatch it, you see all the seeds. You're just like, well, duh, he's a double spy. Like the way he's like the way like the Empire is staging it. Like we're gonna no, come yeah. up at this exact second yeah. so we can lure them into a trap. No, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, so Kanan sees this and he's like, oh, maybe I can get her to train Ezra, right? Um, but let's talk about the tactics of the Empire using propaganda like this to kind of lure Jedi out. Um, so at the beginning of the episode, uh, we see a hollow of Master Luminara alive. But by the end of the episode, we know that isn't true. Do we think that do we think the bodies we saw in the Quisitorius and Kenobi are used in the same manner to capture surviving Jedi? Or is it just one instance of them using this tactic? And I have a second uh, a third question after that that involves this as well. But Pat, what are your thoughts? I feel like it's storage. Like they can bring them out when they want to. And then just put them back to keep as trophies or as a warning or, or even just to make the fortress seep in the dark side from having the echoes of their there yeah so you think it's you you think they do use them then on oh yeah basis? i i mean why why wouldn't you like if, if you can manipulate the force or have or combine with some hollow technology to make them feel like they're there if you're hunting a jedi who who always goes to the rescue mm-hmm. as we as we get from the kenobi show like using that the, the, the light against them, why wouldn't you? That's fair. That's very, very fair. Harris, your thoughts? No, I think I agree with Pat's interpretation. Like, they definitely put that there in the Inquisitorius as a reminder. As for, like, example, Reva's character, she has to see the dead younglings that she was alongside with. That's just her constant reminder to stay on the path of the Inquisitors. And it's for, like you said, like, it's for the Jedi that are super rescorious or like that kind of stuff that are seeped in the light. It's it literally it's just the Grand Inquisitor's speech in Kenobi. Like the Jedi hunt themselves. Like that like that whole speech is just that that's the whole meaning of Luminara. Yeah. Uh Char? 
I think it's different because Luminara was a Jedi Master, and everyone that I mean, there was Teresa Nube, but I feel like they used him in a different manner because the Grand Inquisitor was able to have access of the Jedi archives, and he knew that Luminara and Depa Balaba were close, like they were they were around each other a lot in the Jedi Order, and he knew that Caleb Doom was Depa Balaba's um, apprentice. Yep. Um, so knowing that he planned that it would entice a Jedi to come to Luminara's rescue, but it was just brilliant on Grand Inquisitor's part for getting him into that situation where they would he would be able to trap a Jedi. But I think that it's I think it's exclusively just Luminara. I don't Luminara. think it's gonna be I think what's on what's on Fortress Inquisitorius is strictly display. Okay. But Luminara's is her her bones were used for uh, a trap. Now, I will counter offer this. So because like because because think about it though, Fortress Inquisitorious, you can't really get in there. Like they're just not, there. But we're not talking. Well, no. But I kind of agree with Pat. I think they are able to use them just like they use Luminara. They can use them in a certain way of just like they can use them as as to lure out certain Jedi. To lure out certain Jedi. Like you said, it was very specific to Canyon because of the connection to Lapa. If you had a storage of like you can just pick a file mm-hmm. and then here. Uh, so Ven says, "What if they were final trials for turning Jedi into Inquisitors? The bodies in case were people they knew and." Killing them would confirm a, a Jedi's turn to uh, Inquisitor. That's interesting. That is very interesting. I think that they, I think they do use. Well, I mean, I think they have certain Jedi for certain scenarios, and and this is this is my reasoning. Um, it kind of see, but here's the other thing: it comes against it as well. Um, because if they use Luminara, then people would be like, oh, well, why didn't Obi-Wan go save her? And it's like, well, we see why he doesn't go save her. He's been he to the Inquisitorius, so he knows. So catch 22, and he's not really watching the hollow, Hollows anyway, so he's not going to go save her. Well, also, the um, Hollows are specific to Lothal, because remember, and yes. later in the season, because there's like, this is like a recurring thing throughout the season. When they find, when he finally, when the, the big mission happens where they're going to trap the ghost crew and mm. he does, they do the final call, it's on Lothal because remember they're talking about, oh my God, Ezra and Zeb screwed everything up by killing a bunch of people and they're like, that's a lie. And then he, yeah. so that was specific. They knew they were targeting the ghost crew. That was specific to them. Yeah. 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 But I think it would be an interesting thing. For, it would just be more relentless of the Empire to use that against surviving Jedi. Because you know that is very enticing. It's very, very enticing for, for the Jedi, and uh, I, I think it's, 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 it's an interesting take, that's for sure. Um, but uh, Pat, personally, what what was your favorite part of this episode? Like, what what's the what's the highlight for you? Of the highlight of this is when Kanan um just stops trying to explain the Force to him. And just tells them to use it when they're lifting up the blast door for for yes. the event. Yeah, can you? The throughout this episode, King was supposed to, was trying to put it into like concrete terms for mm-hmm. Ezra, 
and then he just tells, okay, just just picture it and let it happen. No, yeah, and that's I feel like that's the perfect way to to, to teach. You 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 can't always explain something to somebody because not everybody learns that way. You know what I mean? Sometimes you have to show them how it works and why it works the way it does. And Ezra is de- like, if I were a Jedi, I'd be exactly like Ezra. I mean, I would need comes, it I mean, shown to me and actually there's, like practice. There's, there's different when you're teaching. There's different um, styles of learning, and Ezra is definitely a tactile hands-on learner yes yes absolutely and i couldn't agree more like that's my like that's the thing like i i I think ezra's training is very interesting because it's very much opposite of like traditional jedi training um because they don't (laughs) (laughs) i agree agree with alanis (laughs) okay i was i was not a bad student I was a C to B student. Was I rowdy from time to time? Absolutely, but I wasn't the class clown. I mean, so honestly, I was. I can that. see you on par with Ezra, the type of learning style you would need as a Padawan. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was just me teaching Luke how to edit. It was pretty rough. <laughs> hey, I've got it down now. You got it down now. It's simply, it's simply nice. Your master would immediately become a forest ghost because of having to deal with you. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. You got called out, Luke. Ouch. The deafening silence. That that is deafening. And uh, yeah, that's great. Um... Yeah. Oh well, no shit. You would. You are the teacher's pet. You kiss so much ass. You had me, your brown was more. Your nose was more brown than anybody else's. Me and Alanis in the corner just being teacher pets. I I was a teacher pet too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Shocker. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Shocker. Shocker of the century. But anyway, it's, it's funny how the three the three people coming te- um are that are teacher becoming teachers are were the teachers pets the irony <laughs> teachers pets more like nose browners anyways just kidding uh oh chris <laughs> no chris that's not no this isn't no god damn it chris. you fell into one of his traps son of a bitch all right well we're moving on uh, so obviously the the ghost crew um is they they go and try to save her uh right, and every single step in this plan Ezra's like trying to do his like he's trying to follow Kanan, and even in the beginning Kanan's like what are you doing, like I told you to stay with Zeb like why are you and Ezra says I'm just doing what you are doing you know what I mean. And that is so, like, I feel like Kanan is so frustrated at this point that he's just like, okay, fine, whatever. I, w- we're just going to get Luminar, and then you're going to be out of my hair at I mean, this point. I mean, I, I, Kanan's 
own feelings of not having finished his training and, and being inadequate it's clouding his like judgment and his and his emotions are, are keeping him off focus from what seeing what Ezra needs and so it, yeah. it, it, it's great because I because we like when we introduce with to Kane he's always like that frazzled grumpy guy but like you you see kind of see him get a little more bitter in this episode oh yeah absolutely absolutely Harith I was gonna say yeah going to what Pat says he's it goes it goes back to like the ending of the episode he's just trying to be Depo Balaba and Yoda he's just trying to like get that inner like like he's like just keeps echoing Yoda's statement do not do not there's no try and Ezra is trying to do his best and Kanan's just like got what get out of my way essentially but he's stop trying kid but he's like but he's doing what Kanan's trying to do but he's just not good at it yet so he's just so Kanan's getting flustered as a teacher. Yep. Uh, and then we ultimately see them run into the Inquisitor. They find out that Luminara really isn't alive. The Inquisitor pulls out the, oh, I've looked you up in the archives move. Um, and uh, they fight. Uh, this is the first time we see uh, spinning sabers, actually, I, in canon. My, my favorite line in this whole thing is when Zeb, both Zeb and Ezra on two separate occasions go, does yours do that? Yes. Yes. I love that. Um uh well, I shouldn't say it's the first time in canon we see spinning sabers because uh um it's the first time that we released see... order wise. Yeah, in release order. Um uh well, with the double blade and it's spinning like that. Spinning on its own instead of having your hands spin them. Well, what about Grievous? Yeah, that's what I was saying. But yeah. that's because of his hands. The, the special yeah, type of lightsaber you're talking. About. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Um and then by the end of the episode, Kanan it kind of is like, you know what? You, I'm all you got, and I'm going to try my best. Like, And even then, we don't really see him fully, fully accept that until after the season, the last episode of the season, because he still has that fear. And it's so very, very interesting to dive deep into Kanan's character and in this part Kanan, of the season. Then we get a nice shot of Space Dad playing ca- baseball with his space son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so when they get the news, Luminara might possibly be alive. Kanan's motivation is to rescue her and 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 have re- have Ezra and have her train Ezra. Why do you think Kanan is so unsure in his uh, teaching abilities? I think we kind of touched that a little bit. I mean, like we 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 t- uh he he never became a knight. He's technically not a knight. Yeah, he's still he's still an apprentice. Um, he never f- he was a, what like twelve when 13? order six 13, thirteen I think yeah thirteen when order six and so he's not even very far far along as Padawans go, in in yeah. the in the in the old order. So I th- I think he's he's extremely aware of that and plus he tries not to use his connection to the force so i think his connection to the force might be a little questionable too in his own mind yeah heritage i mean what pat said literally everything pat's been saying yeah. i literally been thinking <laughs> verbatim <laughs> there there you go well that's the end of my segment time to roll into char's lore segment don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed the ability to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the power of the force and here we go okay we're into the lore of 
episode five of season one, Rise of the Old Masters. Okay, so the lore today, we have two segments, two parts of the lore today. The one is talking about surviving characters in Star Wars. Interesting. There have been many characters that have quote unquote perished in Star Wars that end up coming back, such as Boba Fett, Palpatine, Darth Maul, etc. In this episode, the ghost crew is told Luminar Unduli is alive, which ends up being a trap for Kanan and Ezra by the Grand Inquisitor. There have been many people in the Star Wars community that have speculated characters that can come back from the dead, especially, hold your, hold your tone, Mace Windu. If there was one character that you would love to have survived any instance in Star Wars, who would it be? Ooh, wow. Let's start with Pat. Yeah. We'll give we'll give him we'll give him a few seconds to think about this because it's a uh, there's a lot of characters that you would I love mean, to. Do you have to ask me that? I mean, like <laughs> me? Oh, oh my god! Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. Oh my god, shot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. Qui Gon. Yeah. Why Qui Gon though? Because I, you know, I think it would be a really fun thing if like he. Uh, he was the one that fell down the Rakia when he died, and then right when Anakin's turning, he comes back. Telling him, no! And it's just... Yeah. I, think it would, I think it would just be a fun drama. He just no like, when he just picks moment. him up and throws Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh. I think it would be extremely emotional. Like, they're, all, they're battling on Musafar, and Obi-Wan's having going through all these emotions and then suddenly Qui-Gon appears. Oh shit. <laughs> Jesus. That would have been nuts. Palpatine would have been like, God damn it, he won't die. <laughs> Qui-Gon just like he was he's like trying to like listen, listen to the sound. He's like, wait, is that the movie that I heard when I died? <laughs> <laughs> he was doing the fates in the background. I was like, I've heard this song before. Yeah. Uh Harris. It's so hard with revivals because I feel like all the, the characters I feel like should have survived or have lived all got revived. So it's like, because it's like, Maul, okay, he got a missed got opportunity one. with episode I got a, one. I got one that you're not going to think of. I the only one. character I can really think of, but it's not, it's, gonna, it's hard because it's like, you know, I'm going to go with my gut. Phasma. I'm going to go with Phasma because Interesting. I feel like. That could be an interesting story to tell, having Finn reface his old master and yeah. maybe having a little bit of a redemption arc for Phasma. That could be interesting in like having a characterization of her cowardness. But besides that, there's not one big character that stands out to me. Why, one. We, why do you want a redemption arc for Phasma? That's interesting. Because uh, I always thought like uh, Phasma as the like going to the resistance would be kind of an interesting flip. But obviously, okay. we can't do that because the First Order and huh. Final Order are gone. Char, do you want me to answer mine? Go ahead, yeah. Since it's your, your segment. Stellan yep. fucking Geos. <laughs> Stellan Geos. That man was uh, done so fucking dirty. Stellan Geos, Hey, man. hey, Come hey, on. Hey, hey, hey. He's in the bottom of the ocean, Luke. I understand that, but that man's deserved better, all right? He deserved... Blame be Elzar. Blame my favorite character, Elzar. Elzar, man. I am Elzar, man. Me and Alanis had this conversation earlier... I am Elzar man. Like it's not like I I I I 
I'm like, I'm Anakin Skywalker. And then she's like, no, you're Elsa. That, that, you're like, that, yep, you're absolutely right. Does that, because I know when I'm wrong, I always ask for forgiveness. Does that make Char Stellan then? Do you just kill off Char? God damn it. <laughs> What's that? Wait. If, if he's Alzar, that means you're Stellan, Char. Yeah. That means Until he just I grow- killed you I off. Have to, I have to wait to grow back the mustache, though. Wait, Ben, what am I in this trio? <laughs> wait, hold. I guess you that could makes be, you uh... That's Ooh, not a hit it. Ooh, yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> um, uh, uh, I can't do the Elzar cosplay because I'd I have to shave my beard, and she can't. She you could be Reith, you could be Wreath Silas. I could be Reef, I guess that kind of works. Um, I another one. Uh, Twilight. What's his name? Can't remember his name from High Loading Sandula. Loading Gray Storm. Oh no, no, yeah, Loading Gray no. Storm. But yeah, Loading Gray Storm is... would be a good one. Loden's death was good. It was a good. Story. Yeah, it was good. But like, I, I'd still like to see him back and have like a whole arc and see how you that changes. That, you uh, got that Bell's revival thing. for Bell, and then they, as soon as he gets revived, he gets taken away. It's great. Yeah, yeah that's why I cosplayed Annie Luke. Yeah, be, yeah, because you're emo. You have no emo. You, you have you, less you of an emo. You have you less emo than I do. You want a bet? You should. You should see my my Apple Music library. You would be shocked. Would you cry as much as at my chem my chem as Alanis did last night? Probably not as much, but I uh, I'm not like a huge My Chemical fan. I like some of their songs, but I'm not like all out on them. I'm more of a Green Day person. Green Day is good. Green Day is good, but like really, that's what you're gonna live and die on your email for. Lannis has said, said well, conversation said Char has more. That's not true. That's yeah. impossible. Okay, you, don't be don't be Luke Skywalker when he's about to fall off. Anyways, you're like that's not true. <laughs> that's, that's impossible. Such <laughs> uh, your feelings, you know, to be true. Uh, are yours. <laughs> Um, I'm so. I was thinking maybe one of you said this. Um, I mean, especially when we're covering rebels, but Kane and Jarus. Ah, oh, that's true. But it's like it's yeah. it goes back. It's like the world between worlds moment of Ahsoka being like, if you take him out of this moment, it's nothing. Ezra's I mean, sacrifice means nothing. I know, but the the amount of emotion that I got when I saw Kanan sacrifice himself for the group, it. It tore me apart. Oh, another one. I I miss I miss Kanan. Uh, oh, another one has to be Cassian and Jin. That one's nah. I, I could kind of understand that one to an yes. extent. They just yes. tank the Death Star blast. They're just like, Yo, what's up? Because <laughs> the reason why I said at the beginning of my segment, it's like it was hard to pick one character, is because when you pick a character, it has to be a character that had bonk, bonk, reverse bonk, bonk, reverse bonk. <laughs> Spencer's dirty <laughs> store. I was, I was saying, it, sorry. It's hard to pick every character revived because you have to think of a character that had a lot of potential or a lot, a lot of opportunity, but got killed off too early. But they still have enough of a story to tell. Maul, Palpatine, Boba Fett, Finnick Shan, Stellan all characters. Geos. Sort of, I can understand that one, but like you have to think in that parameter and that kind of box. Is that the box that we're being secluded to, Char, or is it just willy-nilly? Anybody. Anything. Doesn't matter. Okay, then I want Anakin Skywalker back for the sequel trilogy. Bam. <laughs> what? You, you Anakin what? Stan. Just you, that would have that would have that would have come that would have completely okay, that's we we, we should have gotten an Anakin Force Ghost in the sequel trilogy. 
I agree. That should. I think that is a missed fucking opportunity. To be honest with you, like we have Luke talking, Foscore talking to Ray, and then Anakin talking to Kylo. Well, Anna or Anakin talking to Luke, which I still think, I still think to the end of this day, I think that it was Luke, it was Anakin talking to Luke when he disappears in the Last Jedi. I truly no, do. We know it's we know it's not. It's Obi Wan. It's that's canonized. It's in the Is Last it? Jedi novelization. Yeah, Obi Wan says, "Let go, Luke. Let go." No, no, I mean in in Last Jedi. Yeah, when he lets go and becomes a Force ghost. Really? That's Obi Wan. Is it yeah. Obi Wan? It's in the novelization. Pep, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need a. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna need a. a yeah, a Pep. Check on that. So, when Luke vanishes in the Last Jedi. Luke is saying that Anakin talks to him, but Harith is saying that Obi Wan talks. To I mean, him it wouldn't surprise me if it's Obi Wan. Yeah, I, 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 it would, it would make sense if it were Obi Wan. But same... I would love for it to be Anakin. It's just because I would love for Anakin and fucking Luke to have more time together. God damn it! It's, we got again... robbed in Shadows of the Sith. Robbed. It, it was, a, it was a great <laughs> scene, but too short. It was. God damn it! And fucking Palpatine fucking I... ruined it. Yet I, again, that fucking asshole's a I just, thorn in my ass. I just, I just love how in that scene, Anakin's like, "Oh, Luke, I, I'm gonna tell you this information, but I can't really say anything because it's gonna fuck up the timeline." Well, bye. No, like, he's like, he's like, uh, somebody's in the middle. Third. I, I, I love even even both of even both of deaths. Palpatine is always still messing with Anakin. Yeah, like so he, he corrupted. He corrupted his, his his last act by having Darth Vader speak to Ben. Okay. All right. Oh wait. So we have. I don't. Yet, okay. Okay. I don't think narratively makes sense. I don't think it makes narrative sense. It's also okay. Obi Wan because of a New Hope because of a Let Go, Luke. Let Go. That that's that's from the trench run. <laughs> that's fair. I want it to be Anakin because I, those two need to have more time together. Because God damn it, Luke may be slightly biased in this conversation. Oh, I am absolutely fucking biased. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. I am so biased that doesn't even matter. Anymore. You said Obi Wan was your favorite show before the show even came out. No, yeah, it is. It still is. <laughs> Andor's great. I just connect to Obi Wan more. Okay, so uh, uh, like if if Kenobi was Andor, half of the show was released in one day. But you know, because uh, Disney Plus was like, "Oh wait, Andor is more important than the 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 special series." So uh, you know what? Let's have a uh, let's have three seasons of this of this expanded story. We'll have this little tiny show for Obi Wan, and also Luke been saying you saw you said Obi Wan Kenobi was the greatest show before it even came out. Which is I what did. I said. I did. I mean, I I've, I, I've been saying the same thing about Andor, so. <laughs> no, I am. I'm just making fun. But it of seems it. like more people are agreeing with you, Pat. Which is, I, I feel like that's fair. It is. It is kind of. It, it's. It's different, and I really appreciate it for what it is. Which that's is what I like. No, the reason I'm joking, dragging you through the mud, is because during the reaction, I go, "Oh, I really like the first three episodes. This is my favorite so far." You're like, no, no, you can't say that yet. So I'm just uh, yeah. dragging you because yeah. of Kenobi. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you can't say that now. You can't say that until uh, episode six, man. You can't say it. Come on. No, you can say whatever you want. I don't care. It is really, really good. I've really, I, I appreciate w with what they've done with these two shows, and I feel like comparing them is like comparing apples to oranges. 
Looking to make your holiday gifts more extraordinary? There's one place you need to go. Paper Source. Paper Source's gift wrap collection includes hand-illustrated designs, stone paper, sustainable handmade fine papers, and even pine-scented wrap. Don't want to do any wrapping? Paper Source has easy solutions with their pre-wrapped gift boxes and bags. Or you can leave it to the professionals with their in-store wrapping service. Give yourself time back and wrap up your holidays with something extraordinary. Visit papersource.com or stop by a Paper Source near you today. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. Because they're trying to do gourmet two dinner versus like a like a burger. I don't know what I'm going at here. Wait, which one? A burger. Just listen, food. Okay, gourmet food is is your like your it's like your nice steak dinner. That is your andor. Your burger is Obi Wan Kenobi. They're both good food. Yes, yes, yes. There you go. Not an andor commercial coming on TV now. The tech is listening to us. It's the will it of the force. <laughs> Shut right. up, Pat. They didn't have fun. It was emotional damage, okay? I didn't appreciate it. I'm sorry, Pat. All right, now moving to the second part of the lore. So as we move on, Chad, if you want to go ahead and say which character that you would love to survive in Star Wars, go ahead and do that now. Is there anyone, is there anyone else you want to add, guys, to that list? Uh, are we being serious? No, are anyone. We being, are we being joking? No, it doesn't matter. Like, like which character that you would... We don't know if he's dead. Which, by the way, he's in phase two of High Republic. Apparently. He is? Yeah. yeah. Motherfucker's old. He is the club shitto of the club shittos, <laughs> motherfuckers. Wait, that makes Dexter Jetser like over 400 years old. <laughs> he's up there. Go. The, man's been, the man's been at a mine. He's worked at a mine. Now he owns a, 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 a fucking restaurant. The man's is put in the year. He was prospecting on Subterrell. If if if, if, his species, if if his species can live that long, just think how long Pong Krell was alive. That's a scary Fuck thought. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. Pong Krell worth you know what? I would bring him back just to kill him again. That's what I would do. Same with Keanu Moody. Bring that motherfucker back, bash his two brains in, and then put him back in the grave. <laughs> okay, that's a little bit excessive. But anyways, we move on to the second part of the lore segment of the show, which this one is called Jedi Masters. Pretty simple, but you'll get what I'm trying to go for in a little bit. Knowing that Kanan decided to take Ezra to Luminara for better Jedi training, it shows Kanan's ability and tolerance towards Ezra at this point in time. For some examples of the Jedi training, when Obi-Wan Kenobi was a Padawan in the Jedi Order... No one wanted to train him because every Jedi Master believed he was too unpredictable, until Qui-Gon Jinn saw something in Kenobi. Also, when Din Djarin brought Grogu to Ahsoka for proper Jedi training, and she sensed the darkness within him, so she refuses to teach him. Now we move to the question. If there is a Jedi Master that you would love to be trained by, whether it would be solely for Jedi training and or personality, who would it be and why? Time out. Punk Krell trained Coleman Trevor. No wonder Jango Fett took his ass out. I think Pepish is fucking around. <laughs> oh. 
Are we sure? <laughs> I'm that would be sure. fucking hilarious. That, that would be funny as sense. fuck. If that, but that's anyway, canon. Von Krell, good relations with the Verk. I do. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Uh, Pat, go ahead. Well, Qui Gon is one obvious yes. answer, but yes. I think if if to choose anyone besides Qui Gon, I think it would be Mace. Really? Huh. Nice. Nice. I, I mean, nice. I love Mace as a character. I think he's yes. he's he's a really top great Jedi. I think I think personally he would have a lot to teach me because I'm I'm a very hyperactive person and i think um he would keep teach me a lot of like, nice patience. skills yeah he seems to be very good at patience apparently but um also bring orla jerani back please yeah please. that's another one of the characters okay yes oh and speaking of mace windu kenny would want to bring mace windu back because he would love a Mace, uh, Luke Mace interaction. How would that work? No, 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 no. He'd be like a Skywalker, another Skywalker, and just and just leave. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, yep, I know how this went last time. I'm gonna get the for, fuck out of here. No, we can, for Anakin, he says, "Take a seat." For Luke, he says, "Stand up." Young Skywalker. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Take a bow, funny. Young Skywalker. No, imagine the Book of Boba Fett, Episode Six. And it's just Ahsoka, Mace, and Luke. And Mace and Ahsoka are just vibing, and Luke's just like, what the hell's going on? Shake no, my no, hand, young no, Skywalker. No. Uh, oh. Hold on. This Brooke's most, here. Most Bring up the brand. Here we go. FarFarAwayFactory.com. Coming up right now. All right, Char, do you want to do it, or do you want me to do it? Uh, you already, you, yeah, do you it. already All right, okay. All right, farfarawayfactor.com. It is our friend Brooke B. Dazzler's uh, Etsy shop. She has everything from DC, Marvel, uh, um, DC, Marvel, Star Wars. Oh, I think that's pretty much it, isn't it? Yeah, but I've got her Brotherhood uh, sweatshirt. Uh, it's really comfy, and I wear it during the summer every day. Uh, not the summer, winter, sorry. What the hell am I talking about? Um, uh, but yeah, go check out her... Uh, uh, her website far far away factory.com jesus i am struggling today um you can follow her on tiktok at underscore b dazzler underscore um yeah just go check out her website if you want to go support her on etsy cool but we'd rather have you go to the website because she makes cool shit she makes i mean cool earrings she makes t-shirts she makes sweatshirts she makes stickers and she makes all other good stuff. Brooke, if you're going to start making some uh, House of the Dragon merch, I may have you yes! some Damon yes! Targaryen shoes. Yes. Yes, House of Dragon. Or if she makes like... Reactions oh, wait, Monday. We need some wait. Damon merch. No, what if she does team shirts? It's team green, team black. Yeah! Do oh, it! No. Brooke, uh, you have to do it! Brooke, you have to do it, and then we can wear it for stream. Light bulb. Oh my god! Light bulb. Yes. Light bulb. Yes. And we yes. all wear like yes. we all have our team shirts. We're all like team black, team green. Yes, and then we start yelling at each other, and Kels <laughs> will be team green, and she'll be the only one. No, no, no. <gasps> okay, <laughs> I, I would wear that. I would wear it. Yeah, I would yeah. wear it. I would wear it. I would wear it. But anyway, no. Oh, Continuing oh. on with what we were doing, um, Harwin Slut. That's another good one. <laughs> uh, I'm always Team Black. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so back on to what we were talking about. So for Jedi Masters Day, you would want to train you. Uh, Kenny says, Dooku, more knowledge and class. We all know Dooku's got a lot of class. Very, very fancy gentleman, and he's very, very he knowledgeable. Force fancy, user. But he's the biggest asshole ever. I want Ahsoka to, I want Ahsoka to talk to Finn. Ooh, that'd be cool. If if Ahsoka is dead. If yeah, I mean, I think she lives I mean, a, a while longer after to just have a long lifespan. I think she lives yeah. into the sequel trilogy and even possibly beyond it. But I, I think I think she's gone the wayseeker route. <laughs> she's alive, Char. I didn't say she was dead. I didn't say she was dead. Again, <laughs> I'm just, I said if. I just want Keanu to talk to Black or Satan. <laughs> Look, I helped. I helped your people. I, I sent the droid. I sent the Jedi to help. What I didn't send myself, talk- but I sent a Jedi. Yeah, yeah. What about Jedi. the droid? What about a, the droid attack on the Wookiees? And you I was just so see, concerned you about you guys, but you, I was sent to my Gito. You just see, you just see, Kersan finish his drink, put the drink down, walk up, pick, Bailing pick him up, and just bam. Bail and Thrawn to be the funniest ass conversation. You have like battle tactics, the man with politics, the man. How would that yes. go? Uh, so. This is where you're lacking in politics. I'm going to give you a one-on-one class on how to be a good politi- politician in your military. Senator Bail Organa, let me show you this piece of art. <laughs> very blue, very very orange, very beautiful color. Look, that's Alderaan. That's, if you, that was your planet. If you look at the shape of the jawline, this is how we win the war. Oh, God. <laughs> Example, the Mona Lisa. This one is a very exquisite piece of art. If we look at this, look at her brown or but the, her black dress. The thing is, this will I, be the way to I beat can, the rebellion. I, don't know. I can see Belle and uh, Thrawn doing like a Charles and Magneto chess thing. You know, like uh, in the, in the, they play the chess in the movies. Oh yes, yeah, yes, 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 yeah, yeah. That'd be a good one. Um, um so Pat, you said Mace Windu. Harris, yes. who would your Jedi Master be? I'd put a lot of thought into this. I'm going to say Comac Bias. Comac. Oh, nice. You nice. want to do some knowledge, learn some yeah. things in the library, you little nerd. No, it's only just because of that. No, it's solely because of the Into the Dark final scene when he's like, oh, yeah. Hey, this, is, this is the flaws of the Jedi. This is not why they're not going to work. This is why we need to do differently. What are you going to take yeah. the bearish vow? I don't know. I'll fall Comac to the grave. There you go. Comac is my favorite High Republic Jedi. Um, I've got two. Stellan Geos and Obi Wan Kenobi because they're basically the same fucking. Boo! Movie. I thought you were gonna say Anakin, you basic bitch. No, I actually prefer. I would prefer Obi Wan over Anakin because I feel like it, it. It just would. It would be chaos if Anakin Skywalker was my uh, master. <laughs> Straight chaos. See, see, that's why I asked him. That's why I said um, whether it would be purely for Jedi training and or personality, like. I feel like I know Luke loves Anakin, but I knew that Luke Luke being trained by Anakin would not go. You well. are not. I am not a basic bitch. You basic bitch. I'm a basic Comac. Fucking hey, Comac. I guess. Come what? on, you nerd. Guess what? Guess what? At least I can admit I'm a basic bitch. <laughs> Take that. I always, Take I that. always admit I'm a basic bitch. Empire That's literally my stuff. Empire bio. <laughs> Empire and and uh, Revenge of the Sith are my two favorite Star Wars films. I am as basic as basic comes. 
If you look at my Twitter bio, it's just I'm a basic Star Wars creator. Now I'm just imagining that we're Padawans and we're in the dining hall and our masters are in the corner (laughs) just staring at us. Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon's looking at, uh, uh, well, no, wait, no, wait. Yeah, because Pat chose Mace Windu. Oh, God. Joe said, I vibe with Loden. Trial by fire works with my form of learning. Nice. (laughs) I just imagine the Homelander scene and the boys push. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, Oh, Jesus. Have you not met me? I want Plo Koon. Yes. There you go. I can cheers to that. Um. So yeah, before I was about to say it. Yes, I agree with you, Chris. I would want Plo Koon as my master because one, he is a very caring person, and you can tell by how he treats clones during the Clone Wars and the way he treats Ahsoka, especially yes. when they went to go find. Um, yeah, when they had that little um, interaction with uh, young Boba and Aura Singh. Would you nooner. like to try and prove your theory? It's a nooner. Yes. It, it's high noon. It's high noon. Sorry, Char, I kind of derailed your whole segment. I apologize. It's okay. Hey, we've already got to the cream of the crop. This is the Padawan's podcast. Everything gets derailed at some point. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> no shit it does. From this panel right here, Pat yep. would want Mace Windu as his master. Yes. Aerith would want Comac Vitus as his master. Luke yes. would love either Obi-Wan or Selen Geos as his master. And yes. I would love Plo Koon. Oh. So that is the end of the lore segment. Let's Wait. segue right into hair. Wait, before before, before I get to mind, <laughs> I have one comment for Alanis. Can you put Alanis' comment on the screen? No, you want Yoda. Now let's go to our second. All right. <laughs> and that's a great transition right there. Let's segue. There's no such thing Here we go. I love that. <laughs> you started it right when I was about to say, let's segue into the interconnectedness. And then you're just like, uh, oh my God, bro. Uh, too much derailing and not enough railing. How, <laughs> however, Andor exists. <laughs> you're not wrong. We got a nipple, Brooke. That was amazing. It, it was in the reaction. We got a nipple not, shot. And I did not cut it. My dad, my dad tossed me in the ocean to learn to swim. So Loden chucking Bell into the air hit home. <laughs> oh. <laughs> awesome! So and you're then, like uh, Grey Worm, <laughs> Pap. Oh my god, my dad told me he'd catch me in a pool, and I jumped in, and he swam away. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. And then uh, Alana said, "I'll take it because then I get to have my Padawan destroys their master arc." <laughs> So you okay? There's no way you're defeating Yoda. Let me tell you that. He will yell, and then he will do about twenty five thousand jumps. He doesn't know how to yell. (laughs) Yeah, but that's like not the yell. That's like not yelling. That I feel like Yoda would be the. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Disappointed. That's Mace Windu. Sad. I am. Kill Alanis. I shall. <laughs> he doesn't kill. That's so not Yoda, you dummy. Throw a lightsaber in clone's chest. I must. I just love how we I haven't even gotten to my own segment because it was just so derailed. Oh, yeah. And I'm here anyway, for the right, Go to go, the interconnectedness. Stop, yeah, stop, stop. Sorry. Speaking of 
literally, I, me and Luke were on the same page about this, and he stole one of my questions, so I had to improvise. I'm putting that in the podcast. Fuck you. Anyway. Hi. So, with Kenobi now as hindsight with this episode, Pat, I gotta ask you, how do you feel about revisiting Jason Isaac's role as the Grand Inquisitor, and how do you feel as you compare it to Rupert Friends, characterization-wise and acting-wise? I think Rupert really enhances the uh, the Grand Inquisitor because all all I was thinking, like when I first the first time I saw the Grand Inquisitor when I was rewatching today on my lunch, I was like, "Hello, third sister." <laughs> Hello. Hello, third sister. What's and better? It, what's better? Hello, third sister, or Cassian Under? Or wait, we can't forget the OG. I'm the Inquisitor. Well, Vance. It's just something something kid. about the way that Rupert says hello, third sister. That hello. Acoustically, it hits a sweet spot. There you go. And so, but no, but like, and then like, because he, he like, in, the, in this episode, you get a hint of his, um, his detailedness and his prudentness and stuff, but then Rupert just really goes into that and he and he's very a meticulous person in kenobi and mm-hmm. so I, I think it just when he's giving that whole jedi arc jedi archives uh speech Kane, it's like yeah okay this is the grand inquisitor no yeah you you hit it on the on the head there uh pat um like honestly i think it's I, the fact that people were complaining that he hadn't watched rebels is absolutely absolutely asinine now because I feel like after Kenobi, his character, like like Rupert Friends, uh, um, Grand Inquisitor, and Jason Isaacs, is the, it's the same. If if not, they learned more. He it's like this is the experience that he has learned dealing with Jedi at the caliber of Obi Wan Kenobi and Reva as well, and Reva as well. So I feel like it's it it's. It actually enhances Jason Isaac's performance a lot, actually. It, it it gives it more... Looking to make your holiday gifts more extraordinary? There's one place you need to go. Paper Source. Paper Source's gift wrap collection includes hand-illustrated designs, stone paper, sustainable handmade fine papers, and even pine-scented wrap. Don't want to do any wrapping? Paper Source has easy solutions with their pre-wrap gift boxes and bags. Or you can leave it to the professionals with their in-store wrapping service. Give yourself time back and wrap up your holidays with something extraordinary. Visit papersource.com or stop by a Paper Source near you today. Every day my employees get scam emails. I wanted to protect my business and clients, so I checked out CISA's Secure Our World. They've got four simple ways we can protect our businesses from online threats. Learn more at cisa.gov forward slash secure our world. We get, we get more backstory on him, which we didn't really have besides the Vader uh, 2017 comment, you know? And I, I think that's just very, very good. And then when we get to it later... Um, when we see him uh, with the, in the uh, Temple Guard outfit, now yes. where he was in Kenobi to there, that's going to be a a, fu- a fun uh, feeling. Yeah, I I love the Grand Inquisitor in Vader twenty seventeen, especially when he's in the Jedi Temple about to face Jocasta new, and he's reading all the archives, and he's like, "Yeah, fuck you, Jocasta. I get to finally read these books," and he's just like so. Yeah, Char. Um. Well, I feel like the Grand Inquisitor, when it comes to 
Kenobi and Rebels, it's so different because when we were announced that we were going to see the Grand Inquisitor in Kenobi and then everyone was talking about his appearance, his actor, and how he looked, it was it was different because when you thought about Jason Isaac's uh, Grand Inquisitor, it just felt like he was different in a way. But then well, obviously when Kenobi was set, was set in stone, that they were very similar. That They were the exact character. Because yep. everyone was just looking at it at face value and saying that is not the Grand Inquisitor. But when you think about the Grand Inquisitor from Rebels with Jason Isaacs, his portrayal is exactly the same way as what Rupert Friend did in Kenobi. Um, I just love how they are able to have that type of personality, but also have that insane, insane amount of knowledge. Because when, when uh, the Grand Inquisitor is like, you must have trained with Deba Balaba. Like 10 seconds after... Uh, his interaction with Kanan. It's like, this is crazy. Like, this and, is, and, yeah. and then it also goes to saying to uh, credit to the talent of the writers because if they ever can convey the same interpretation of the character when he's when Rupert's reading it to what Jason Isaac read it, and, and I think that's amazing. Like, think about it. We all read but, uh, a High Republic, and so we all have different images of uh, Stellan Geos, but we all we all get his character so well in our head and when we're talking about him so Mm -hmm. and it's like when we were thinking about what the grand inquisitor would be in kenobi as juxtaposed to what he is in rebels they are on different tasks because at this point in time the grand inquisitor is like he's leading the pack but in kenobi it's all about grand inquisitor handling reva and making sure that she's not going awry or doing anything out of ordinary that doesn't fit his needs or standards. And I just love how, because when, because when the Grand Inquisitor meets Kanan and Ezra for the first time, Son and he's like, he's like, he's like, welcome. I am the Inquisitor. He just has that, that attitude. And it's, and Rupert Friend portrayed that extremely well. You son of a bitch. I love this. Kurt. How, I love this how dare you? How dare you? Dare you do that to Master you mean, Geos? You mean that C? That one right there? Another C. Another C. There's a Jedi Master. Oh, stop it! All right, I apologize. I still, I still can't get because isn't it? I was gonna say isn't Elzar's description of the Force an ocean? Yes. Yeah. Rip. Now I'm in deep depression. Thanks, Chris. I will be sending you my psychiatry bill now. I hope you enjoy it. Wait, why, Chris? I gave you the more sadder one of every time he's going to use the force. He brought up under the sea. And I I made it worse. Way worse. You want want my psychiatry bill? I know he can pick it up. (laughs) I'm just saying. Oh, my my God. (laughs) Jesus Christ, Pep. And one could describe space as an ocean off stars. Not wrong. I was going to say, Char, do you have any... Uh, I think you were going on like a whole interpretation thing. With and the... then I got all wild. Uh, I apologize. No, that's, uh, that's all I got to do. I mean, Rupert Friend did an amazing job as a Grand Inquisitor. And Agreed. Jason Isaacs uh, is the one that's going to be most memorable. I, I mean, if you haven't seen Rebels, you know that, that Jason Isaacs is like the the Grand Inquisitor, but also Rupert Friend did an amazing job with trying to portray with what Jason Isaacs did. So, yep. um, yeah, I feel like that they're not too far off 
when it comes to differences and similarities. Yeah, I feel that. Mm-hmm. Now moving into the second question, even though I was gonna, I would have done the trophy one, but Luke was like, "Snipe question." <laughs> hey, I just got to it first. That's hey, I had a whole and work video to get. Strike first, strike hard. Okay, Cobra Kai. <laughs> so again, so as Rebel is illegal. That kick was illegal. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. That one. Anyway, we keep getting derailed. I would say Rebels as a whole has been like a really good homage and callback to the original trilogy, especially with this episode in particular. It's like score motifs, like the whole mission to get Luminar is very particular of like them sneaking into the Death Star and trying to get Leia out. Mm-hmm. And we mostly see it with Kanan's teaching being very similar to Yoda's and the Empire Strikes Back. So. How do you feel with Rebels, the High Republic, and future canon mediums using the original trilogy teachings from Yoda and Obi-Wan and kind of inserting them into the prequel trilogy and having that be the original teaching? Because I'm also getting reminded of with Siege of Mandalore when Anakin's like, because Master Kenobi has no such thing as luck. Good thing I taught you otherwise. Like other sites like that, like they're trying to take mm-hmm. like, Ale- like Alec Guinness and Frank Oz's and just kind of implement it back in. Well, I think. <sighs> This was a perfect episode for that because that line grabbed so many audiences and members in Empire Strikes Back, and we we say it we even now we we're always repeating that line, and we, so many even people even take it to heart that to dedicate a whole episode, to, especially when you're coming to a point where again it's Padawan training, and and that lesson's there, and it stretches it out. It's just not a quick. Um, saying uh, that Luke does uh, uh, learn, but mm-hmm. we get to see it. We get to see it more in action. I think it's interesting. I love the fact that they're like it's not Yoda or Obi Wan that were saying this. It's from Jedi that they learned it from. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I know it's been a while since I've read phase one of the higher public, but I'm pretty sure like there are multiple things said from Yoda's point. Like Yoda has said to like Stellan Geos or, or Elzar man. And it, and it harken harkens back to the original in, in the, yeah. in the trilogy. I think I'm trying to remember in midnight horizon. Doesn't Comac make a joke about that? Or... Yes. Yes, he does. If I remember correctly. Yeah. So it's just like small little things. And I think it's so interesting how they are trying to, connect the entire universe together when when it when star wars is such a big universe right we're talking about galaxies we're talking about millions and millions of planets and it's so vast that we can throw in a saying and it can make sense throughout the skywalker or the the star wars saga mm-hmm. from high Repub- from the age of the high republic to all the way to the sequel trilogy, and I, I just think it's it's so great how they can use that and and uh, and make it successful, kind of, and, and and make it grab people a certain way. And I think that all the lessons of the Jedi or are, are are these all these main ones that they're picking and choosing, they're very basic and yes. simple to the tenants. And so I think it, it it's a really great way to like sum sum up what the Jedi are about in their mission again. Yeah. Sure. You guys summed it all up. You guys have done an amazing job with <laughs> summarizing that question. All right. Well. You know what time it is. Now 
It is. Hold on. I know what time it is. Three interesting facts about a certain Rebels arc that you didn't know about until now. Yeah, that's okay, what good. I do. Good. Yeah, that's that's my okay. thing. Three interesting facts about a certain Rebels arc that you didn't know about until now. Part four, Rise of the Old Masters edition. Fact one, a connection to Clone Wars events. The Stygian prison known as the Spire was the same secret facility where Darth Maul was held captive in the comic series Darth Maul, Son of Dathomir. The environment was developed for an episode of Star Wars The Clone Wars that was never completed. Interesting. Fact I didn't two, know that. a Star Trek's actor's portrayal. The voice of Gal Travis, senator in exile, is provided by Brent Spiner, who is perhaps best known for his role as the android Lieutenant Commander Data on Star Trek The Next Generation. Fact three, naming by accident. The creatures that are attracted to the Phantom are called Tibides. This name stems from the fact that for a time, the creatures were labeled TBD by the production team, meaning their names were still to be determined. And there you have it. Those are three interesting facts about Rise of the Old Masters. I love those. Those were like... three really good ones, Char. Yeah, it's like it's cool. It's been a while. It's been a while, it's been a while since you've had some real good ones. That was yeah. that was very interesting. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Very interesting. Um, And now it's time to. Did you actually update the graphic for once? Uh, They have been. They've been upgraded since last time. Oh, yeah. I forgot Char did it. Thank you, Char. Char did do it. So thank you. Um, Now it's time to rank the uh, the episode chat. Get involved. Uh, Let us know what you guys think. Uh, So we've got. Ensign. Lieutenant. Captain, Admiral, Grand Admiral. Pat, where does this ranking set? See, this is one of my personal favorites, um, but in the grand scheme of Rebels, especially Season 1, I'm going to put it at a Captain. It's good. Wow. Interesting. I thought you would have gone Admiral for sure. Well, guess what, Pat? I was going to do what Luke thought you were going to do. I'm going to go Admiral, because you know what? It's one of the best season one episodes, in my opinion. Interesting. I knew that one was coming, but that's okay. Uh, oh, you can read me like an open book, apparently, like I said to that one time in trivia. Well I, friends, did, well, I did take your question, so yes, I can read you. like a My book, friends, anyway. it's indeed an Admiral to me. Yeah, and I'm going to have to say it's an Admiral, too. I think it does a lot for Kanan and Ezra's relationship. I think this is one of the deepest uh, character, uh, like like character development for Kanan specifically, because he finally is able to understand. Hey, like I've got to teach this kid how to become a Jedi. Fine, and... I'm, I'll, I'll, I'm seeing the chat, Alan. I'll upgrade it to Admiral. Oh no 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 no! You no, can't no. succumb to the hate. You can't. You cannot. You cannot be. Well, it's not hate; it's pressure. Just because everyone else is saying it doesn't mean you got to change what you it's, think. Okay. Hey, if that if, it, if that was the system and it worked that way, yeah, Chris would have changed his Ahsoka trial arc from uh, yeah, a, a youngling to something else. It's a, it's, a, it's a personal favorite because I really enjoy it. It's just like there's so many more that like this. It doesn't get like doesn't get me energized. And I think I think it's because we see dead Luminara, and I love Luminara. <laughs> You love Luminara. That's I love. No, I think I think she gets a lot of bad hate that she doesn't deserve. I mean, a lot of people say that. A lot of people say that she gets a bad rap. Yeah, you can listen to our episode about Ahsoka's walkabout where we talk about that in depthly. <laughs> ah, and how ironic that I have that up. 
<laughs> um, uh, Pep says Admiral. Chaco says Admiral as well. Ven says Admiral. Um, Kenny says Admiral. Brian McBeard, thanks for coming. Uh, says Admiral, and so does Pep. We have an overwhelming amount of admirals in the chat. I think and that's I what uh, go ahead I think that was the giveaway admiral. for Pat to be like, hey, you know what? This is an yeah. admiral. Yeah, yeah, it's an admiral. <laughs> it's an admiral. Uh, but guys, that is going to be it for episode 63 of the podcast. Uh, Pat, uh, where can the good people follow you on the social medias? Well, I'm mostly active on TikTok at St. Pat underscore separate rebel. And then again on Twitter at St. Pat underscore of stars. Nice, nice, nice. Harris? You can find me. I say it every single time, every single week. I just have the same saying. It just like, after a while, you just you just you just hear in the back of your mind, you go to sleep and you're just like you just hear your plugs and you, it's just uh-huh. echoing. Yeah. I'll do it anyway. Hair Productions on TikTok. Hair Productions on Instagram. Hair of underscore edits on Twitter. Yes, underscore gang. Get that up. Underscore gang. Hair of underscore edit on Twitter. And then you can find me here, slaving away in the editing dungeon for the Pod Ones podcast. Yes, <laughs> yes, he does good work. He does good work. I get a uh, cookie every once in a while from Luke. Yeah, yeah, he he does he does a really good job. Uh, and Char, where can the good people follow you on the social medias? Good people, you can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at Char Char J, as spelled right here. And you can find me here at the Pod Ones Podcast every Thursday night as we cover our Star Wars Rebels rewatch. Next week, what's the episode we're going to be covering? Uh, why'd you catch me off guard? Why'd you have to do that? I didn't catch you off guard. I caught you laughing. Uh, okay? Breaking Rings. Breaking Rings. Darkness. We'll be covering that next week. Season it's a one, two-parter. Episode six. It's a two-parter, Ooh. I think. It, I, think I, think, I think this is our second arc of the uh, of the rewatch. Yeah, so season one, episode six and seven next week called Breaking Rains. And you can find us at um on here every Sunday for our House of the Dragons watch along. And after this, for Thursday, we will be having our Lord of the Rings watch along. Rings of Power. Are you gonna be on this week? Because you've been slacking my Sunday? Guy. Yes. Well, Let's see. What time do the Bears play on Sunday? Oh, my God. Yes. Everybody in chat, please, please clown this kid. No, 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 no. Okay. Team got beat by a touchdown and a field goal. They got beat by. No, wait. No, they got blown out. No, it was 27 to 7, I believe. No, it was 24 to 24 to 10. Okay, so the Bears, the Bears play at noon on Sunday. So, yes, expect me to be there for the house. All right. About damn time. Remember in a minute, sentimental man or woman to put me up. Okay, I get it. I haven't been on for a House of the Dragon watch along in three weeks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that, Brian. Charge Charge is coming out coming on the House of Dragons because he's been on me with all week all week. Yeah, I've been Pat, you've been here all week, so I mean might as well like stick with the theme. Anyway, um, you Except guys for can... Rings of Power, you get a pat break for Rings of Power. Yeah, we do get a pat break for Rings of Power. But no, we, we got, too much we, pat. we got, we got, we got a fun little group for tonight, which we will be starting here in about an hour and a half, maybe. Oh, it's closer to uh, two and a half hours. Um, but you guys can follow us at the Pod Ones Podcast on TikTok, the Pod Ones Pod on Instagram, and Pod Ones Podcast on Twitter. If you guys like our content, like, comment, subscribe on the YouTube channel. It would help us a long way um we're at about we're past the halfway point to a thousand so what uh, we we're, we're almost get, at 700 yeah we're almost at 700 
uh, if you like our House of Dragon, Rings of Power, Andor, Star Wars content, like it, comment, share it if you if you would like. That would help us immensely. Uh, you, know, Pat? you guys should do a a thing where if you guys get to a thousand, you go do a resistance watch through. We're already planning to do one, but we yeah, might. It's gonna be a while from now. Honestly, honestly, for a thousand. For a thousand subs, we I've been thinking about starting merch. Maybe I was gonna say, do you, we could do something crazy, but we're, I'll suggest it off stream. Ooh, interesting. If you need an artist for merch design, do you know where to look? <laughs> that's very true. But uh, that's gonna be it. On to the next one for light for life. We are all the Republic, and may the force be with you. Always, always. always. See you guys. Love you all. Give me a kid. Israel is 5,690 miles away from the U.S., 11 hours by plane. Hate travels faster. In a comment, in a post, in a second. Jewish hate is up 388% in the U.S. Black hate, Muslim hate, and Asian hate are up too. When one hate rises, they all do. Let's stand up to all hate together. Share and wear the blue square from StandUpToJewishHate.org. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.